And welcome to the next episode of Matt's Sports Talk Podcast. Today we're going to talk about the 2020 NFL Draft, at least some tidbits. We're not going to go through the entire draft, and we're not even going to go over the first three rounds. Just hitting some highlights here. The first round pretty much went kind of as expected. A lot of teams just went chalk and chose either the player they were targeting or they picked what you know what they needed or the best available at that time. Joe Burrow out of LSU went number one to the Bengals. That was expected. Time will tell if he's going to be a legitimate franchise quarterback with number one overall picks a quarterback. It's, it's always 50-50 on if they're going to develop into a franchise player. We'll see what happens. The last number one Bengals picked was Carson Palmer. He had some success in Cincinnati, but to me, honestly, I think Andy Dalton had more success in Cincinnati than Palmer. And Dalton was a second-round pick. Dalton, I think, took them to more playoff appearances than Carson Palmer, though neither of them was able to get a playoff win. The Redskins decided that Haskins, for the time being, is their franchise quarterback, and they drafted... Chase Young out of the Ohio State. And then the Lions pretty much did what's expected. They still have Matthew Stafford, even though he missed the season last year with an injury. He's still a younger quarterback. He's a franchise player. He's still got a strong arm. Still very good. So they drafted Jeff Okuda, cornerback out of the Ohio State. And then from there, still basically what we expected. There was very little surprise on day one. The, the Dolphins took their franchise quarterback to a tag of Iola out of Alabama. The Chargers took Justin Herbert, quarterback out of Oregon. Both teams definitely needed quarterback help. The Dolphins eventually found out that Josh Rosen, the Cardinals' first-round pick at number 10 a couple years back, wasn't going to be their franchise player. Obviously, Fitzpatrick isn't a franchise player. He has his times of Fitz magic, and then Fitz, what the hell were you thinking? So, and I'll, I'll, I'll go on record saying this. I think Fitzpatrick is probably in the top three of best backup quarterbacks in NFL history. And then from there, again, like I said, it was, it was basically chalk for the most part. There were a couple of trades in the, in the first round. The 49ers and Buccaneers, they traded between 13 and 14, picking up players that they needed. The Buccaneers got Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa, the offensive tackle, to get some line help there for Tom Brady. The 49ers were able to pick up a, a strong defensive tackle, Javon Kinlaw out of South Carolina. Now, I will say the biggest surprise, and, and we kind of knew that this player was going to go in the first round, but we weren't expecting the team that picked him to, well, pick him. So Jordan Love, the quarterback out of Utah State, a lot of upside, a lot of talent, huge arm. Reminds us a lot of Aaron Rodgers and the talent that he had coming out of California. Well, the Green Bay Packers have apparently selected Aaron Rodgers' successor in Jordan Love. So we'll see how that plays out. A lot of people are thinking, oh, this is Favre 2.0. As we all know, Favre was waffling, wasn't sure if he wanted to retire or not. They drafted Aaron Rodgers in the first round, late first round. And though Rodgers sat on the bench for three years, 
he uh, he eventually became who he is today, the starter of the Green Bay Packers. So we'll see how long they have Jordan Love sitting there on the bench and learning from Rodgers and see how long Rodgers continues to play for the Packers. I've seen a lot of memes and a lot of jokes about Rodgers possibly going to Minnesota for a revenge tour. That would be interesting. Kirk Cousins is there. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is a much better quarterback than Kirk Cousins, but we'll see. It's it's going to be that's one of the biggest surprises in my opinion out of uh out of the first round. Nobody was really expecting that. Now for the last pick, Kansas City choosing at number 32. I'm going to have to admit, I had a feeling they were going to go for running back. And I was really I was really hoping they were going to choose my guy J.K. Dobbins out of the Ohio State. And I'm kind of sad to see that they didn't because I think he could have done a lot of really good for that backfield. But we'll see how he does because he was drafted in the second round by the Ravens. Just sad that now he has to play for my Bengals rival. And then one other surprise that I was actually really happy about is the Raiders choosing Damon Arnett, the cornerback out of the Ohio State. I was really happy to see my Buckeyes have so many picks in the first round. It kind of validates that they produce a lot of good draft picks. I'm not saying that anybody says that they don't or that they ever do, but a lot of attention is always focused on Alabama, Clemson, the SEC. I don't think people realize just how much talent and especially NFL talent, people that start for several years, 10 years on the same team, come out of the Big Ten. You have offensive tackles coming out of Iowa. You have tight ends coming out of Iowa. You have, you know, players on offense and defense all coming out of the Big Ten, and and they show success consistently. But I'm not going to go on a Big Ten diatribe here. Now, one interesting tidbit is that with Tom Brady leaving the Patriots and going to Tampa Bay, you would think the Patriots would want to draft his successor. A lot of people were thinking maybe Jordan Love. As we know, Green Bay snatched him up. And the Patriots could have picked Jordan Love at number 23. However, the Patriots decided to trade that pick to the Chargers. And so then they traded out of the first round and didn't have a first round pick at all. Which, I mean, if you follow the Patriots, you know that that's kind of Bill Belichick's MO. That's what he typically does. I think this year is going to be a real telling point for the Patriots. Was it Tom Brady or was it Bill Belichick or was it the combination of both? Now, neither will succeed without each other. Who knows? It's going to be interesting. It really will be interesting. Again, a lot of teams chose to find protection for their quarterbacks uh, on the offensive line, both starting right tackle and left tackle out of Georgia. They were drafted in the first round. That was pretty interesting to me. Neither of them are fully polished, especially especially Isaiah Wilson on the right side. A lot of people are maybe saying he might play guard. We'll see what happens. I, I think they both have a lot of talent. Obviously, at Georgia, had a lot of success. They might not have made the playoffs every single year, but they've, they've been a winning program for quite a while, and I know those two players were a part of that. So we'll see what happens. So on day two, there were some interesting picks. Uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals, their second-round pick, I think it was a real smart pick. I think it was a really good pick. 
because last year in the first round they drafted Jonah Williams to be offensive tackle and to kind of bolster that offensive line. The year before they selected Billy Price to be their center. He so far has not panned out, but I'm still holding out hope for him. I, I think he can be a real solid player, so we'll see what happens with him. But I think the Bengals did the smart choice. They they selected T. Higgins out of Clemson, wide receiver. I think he's going to provide a lot of help to A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd. I didn't see a lot of dynamic tight ends in this draft, and I was kind of hoping maybe since they lost Tyler Eifert in free agency that maybe they would pick up a strong tight end, but they have other tight ends on the team, and I think with T. Higgins, I think that's probably the smartest move that they could have made at that position. Overall, I think the Bengals had a really good draft. I think... I think it's going to take some time for them to gel. I don't know how much success they're going to have this coming season. I think maybe the breakout season for the Bengals might actually be not this coming year, but the year after. But it'll be fun to see. And we'll see, again, a lot of interesting things have happened in this offseason. Cam Newton is a free agent. Maybe the Patriots are going to pick him up. There's news that the Saints are signing Jameis Winston, the former Buccaneers quarterback. They still have Drew Brees, and they have backup quarterback out of Tyson Hill. Outside of Drew Brees, they don't have a true quarterback. I would say Tyson Hill is a very good quarterback, but he does a lot of different things. He's multifunctional, and he runs the ball better than he throws the ball, it seems. But I think time will tell. And I think once Drew Brees leaves, and if they do in fact sign Jameis, I think it's going to be a pretty big quarterback battle between Tyson and, and Jameis. Now, some day two surprise. So, a day two surprise was we all know the Eagles beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl a couple of years back. And a big part of that through the regular season was Carson Wentz. However, we all saw Nick Foles lead the Eagles through the playoffs and into champions. And and we saw Carson have injuries almost every season he's been in the league. I don't know that he has played a full season yet. So with that, they drafted Jalen Hurts out of Oklahoma, the quarterback, who was also an Alabama transfer. So that's going to be really interesting. I'm excited to see how that works. I don't know if he's solely going to be their backup or... Are they going to have some packages there for him to run the ball or do some trickery, kind of like how other teams used Team Tim Tebow back in the day? Overall, though, I think this was a—I mean, it was—it was an interesting draft because it was a virtual draft. But I think for the most part, teams kind of drafted the way we were really expecting them. I don't think there were any huge surprises. Outside of Jalen Hurts, where the Eagles already have a franchise quarterback, and the pick of Jordan Love for Green Bay, which we all know they have a Hall of Fame quarterback. So, either way, between this offseason and this draft, I think it's going to be a real exciting season if it gets to be played. We'll see what happens there. I know there's rumors of maybe the NFL will do empty stadiums where where they play. But uh, we'll see. So until the next episode, I will talk to you guys later.